Morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Wherever you're tuning in, thanks so much for tuning in. We've been speaking about this idea of uncomfortable speech. Yesterday, we spoke about the uh, this concept of how deep down, what's really going underneath, what's really going underneath our relationships is our ability to communicate in an effective way. Thank you for those who emailed. And afterwards, I was thinking about the, the, what we spoke about and trying to make sure that, you know, we'll, we'll, even the examples are clear. When you look at things, you, we, people use them as tools. They're covering up something a lot worse. And that's a lot, a lot more important. That's what I was trying to get at yesterday with like, for those who tuned in yesterday between the different examples, religion, other things. What I'm driving towards is there's a challenge to be in a relationship. It's challenging to be connected to people that is family. It's challenging to be related to people that you know you wouldn't necessarily choose. God knows who you need to be related to. God knows, forget the spouse, forget the friends. Forget the op. There is one level of person who you've opted for. Forget what happens once you've opted. Let's just, you've opted for them. You choose your friends. You choose your, let's say, community. There are people that you don't choose. They come along that are part of the family. You don't choose them. And it's challenging sometimes. It is. And a lot of the challenge gets manifested because our inability to think about what's the best way to communicate with them. Now, let's just sort of like delve into it a little bit because we're in this world of uncomfortable speech. Sometimes it's having a difficult conversation with somebody. You know, another thing is very difficult. I'll tell you, it's also very difficult. Giving them more honor than you think they deserve. It's hard to respect somebody that you think doesn't deserve respect. To listen to somebody who you disagree with vehemently. To give honor to somebody who you think doesn't deserve the honor because you're doing it to to build them up. You're doing it because what's blocking the relationship is there is their self-consciousness. Now, I got to tell you, sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. Sometimes you give and give and give and get nothing back. Let's not do that now. That's serious stuff. That's just not now. And those that are listening, there are people that have been giving for 20 years and get nothing in return. I, I hear you. And I feel for you. Well, I, I can't fully feel for you, but I I want, I, I, I feel for you as much as I can. And I'm not in any way saying to yourself. But let's just put that to the side. Because there are plenty of relationships that all of us are in, in which we really aren't giving enough. There's really more to give. But even that's super uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. Sometimes that's even more uncomfortable. Sometimes 
picking up the phone and having a normal conversation with someone who you're upset with is super uncomfortable. Just enabling the other person to not have to hear the negative feedback because you know that if I can continue the relationship over time, I'll feel better and we'll get closer. This happens with kids all the time. All the time. Kid can go to bed yelling at their parents. Wake up in the morning and they're good. Like it was yesterday. Like, what are you bringing it up for? Like, we're good. I thought we're good. But adults, <laughs> you're kidding me? Adults, for an adult, like if you do something that's wrong, you can hold on to that for a decade. And even the conversations are like, fine, okay, sure. Speak to you later. Another person's like, what did I do? When sometimes the solution is just keep the game going again. And what you'll do is as soon as the game continues, the relationship grows and mends on its own. There is no one solution to relationships. How do you know? When to have a deep conversation that's negative, when to have the, the, the honor, when to just keep it going normal. So if, it's, if you're going through something that's very, very painful, you should probably see help. And there are experts and professionals that spend all day listening and doing this thing. So there's no question that that's important. But if you're in the lower category of where it's just part of the normal challenges of life, the pathway to knowing is by, by questioning, by thinking, by caring, by stopping and saying, I have these many relationships in my circle. I got to make them strong. What does each person need? You don't always need someone to guide you. There are times that you are at a level where you've done, okay, but a lot of it is the mental discomfort to prepare for the, for the, for the verbal discomfort. That's so much discomfort that a person doesn't even spend the time doing that. What is appropriate right now in my life for these people? What is the thing that I can say that will be best for the relationship. Sometimes it's not sure, no problem. There are kids that grow up in families where they've never heard the word no. Usually as they get adults, they're not super close to their family. It's a crazy thing. A kid that has no, has never heard the word no, Usually there are exceptions, but usually don't, they don't become very grateful, appreciative kids because no is appropriate for kids. It's okay for parents to be like, no, no, you're not driving the car two o'clock in the morning. You just got your license. No, you're not staying up at 11 o'clock. You're five. No, like you could, you got to do your homework. You got to go to school. Like there, it's, but there are some parents that never want to say no. 
each situation, just think about the five people closest to you right now in your life, wherever you want to draw that line and ask yourself, what is the most, what is the most important thing that I can say that will build the strongest relationship with the person around me? Sometimes it's a difficult conversation. Sometimes it's a, it's difficult because you're not having a conversation and you're giving them the honor. You're allowing them to shine when you deep down know that they did the wrong thing. And you, and the reason why you do this, by the way, is not because you're just a rag. The reason why you do this is because sometimes people act out because of what's broken inside them. I mean, always it's like that, but you know what I mean? And what you're diagnosing in your own way is that to fight again is just going to cause drama. There are families like this. They live in the drama. They live in it. They can't break out of the drama. They don't know how to not be in conflict. They don't know how. They don't know how to not have some. And it's always something. Did you see? And it's usually a close knit. And they just bounce. There are companies like this. There are. I've seen them. They don't know how to. They don't know how to be at a drama. They have a meeting, and then outside the meeting, there's like seven back channel calls. So they go in a room. It's comical. They go in a room, and they talk, and they work out stuff, and then they leave, and then everybody calls everybody else. You hear what he said? 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 And like, I'm in the middle of it sometimes. And I'm like, wait, why don't you just talk about it in the meeting? Drama. Because everyone's got to feel the drama. It's important when I call you and I talk about somebody else. Now, like we're in like a really, now we got to have a private conversation. There's a certain sort of significance that you feel when you're in a, when you're talking to somebody about somebody else. It's total fake. It's a synthetic, it's like drugs, but it feels good for a second. I got to talk to you about so-and-so. Really? Anyone in the car? No. Okay. This must be super important because you only got to talk to me about someone else. Do you know that last week he said this? He didn't. He did. I don't believe it. Yep. This happened recently on something. A guy did something in one company. He made a mistake. He made a mistake. It costs money to the company. It happens. It's called a company. You make mistakes. And he presented his mistake to the team. No one said anything. Well, this person didn't say anything. Sat quietly the whole time. I happened to be in the meeting. And I got to tell you, it took an enormous amount of courage for the guy to do that. Say a word. Didn't say a word. Then we got up from this, this meeting. It was a couple weeks ago. Get up, everyone's walking around. And then the same guy who didn't say one word is whispering to everybody. Do you believe what the guy just did? See how much money that mistake was? I'm listening to him going like, wait, why don't you say something in the meeting? Drama. Drama. Sometimes it's hard. It takes self-control to know how to stop and just give somebody an honor. To know what the person needs 
sometimes just being able to let somebody get away with it and not look. I saw this one dad recently. He said to me, his son is flourishing, flourishing in his school, like flourishing. And I complimented him to his dad. I saw him somewhere. I looked at him and I was like, wow, this kid is really, he's active, he's involved, he's taking leadership. He's really, really a special kid. So I sent to the father and I said, um, you know, I just want to tell you, I got to tell you, I saw your son, I, you should really like, you know, game, you and your wife should be very proud. And he said to me, you should have seen how hard it was raising him. Oh, I'm like, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> of course, like, of course, like, so he said to me, he goes, sometimes, listen to this, listen to this line. He said, sometimes the hardest thing to being a parent is knowing when not to even look. You hear that? You hear it? Sometimes the hardest thing is to not even look. Because if you look, you got to comment. And you, so much, how much negativity could some kids take? How much negativity could some spouses take? You come home with a bad day. You take it out on your spouse. How long could this person take it? Enough. Sometimes you got to not look. Someone did the wrong thing to you. I got it. But like, okay. Okay, if you look at it, you have to say, don't even look. But what this is all driving towards is something that we've been discussing here again and again, but it's important because it's life, which is the ability and the willingness to be uncomfortable in my mind and in my mouth. That's how the roots form. That When we talk about like, the wind that blows the trees in Hurricane Sandy and the and the, the, the fact, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, just go back a couple of, maybe a week and a half ago. And the fact that the trees that stayed standing during the hurricane were the ones that didn't have the water. So they had to dig deeper. They had to put their branches, their roots deeper. And so as the wind blew in, it was able to withstand the pressure, but the other trees that didn't have to dig deep enough roots, that wouldn't knock them over. We talk about planting roots, and I'm talking to myself too. I'm not, I'm not preaching to you. I'm talking, we're, having a, we're just drinking coffee and talking this out. When we talk about deep roots, what we're saying is every day there's wind. Every day there's, there's little storms that brew. Every day, it doesn't, it's not every day that it's like, you know, gorgeous and sunny. Not everybody lives in Boca Raton. In, in other communities, it's, you know, cold and then hot and cold and hot. That was for Rob, by the way. It's cold and hot and cold and hot and cold and hot. And it's raining and then it's not raining. The weather changes on purpose. Life has weather that changes on purpose. It's sometimes sunny and you feel amazing and everybody loves you and you love everybody. And sometimes it's raining and it's windy. But you got to realize that when it's a sunny day, you got to go outside and take a, take a walk around the block and enjoy it. But if it's a rainy day and a windy day, you got to say to yourself, 
It's time to plant roots. Now I know you may be thinking like, I, I, I'm, I'm done. I know I've, I, I, I need some more sunny days. We can talk about gratitude another time. We could do gratitude at a different time. But the point I'm trying to drive here is that every rainy day is an opportunity. Every, every, every windy day is an opportunity. Only if you see it as such. And the only way that you prepare yourself for big wins is if you're on your game or you're trying in small wins. The only way you have the fortitude to be able to withstand hurricanes, we should, we should never have hurricanes in our lives. But the only way you're ever going to be a person that is able to sink deep roots is if you see every uncomfortable situation as an opportunity to learn, to deepen, to work on the muscles of self-discipline, to work on the muscles of selflessness, to work on the muscles of being able to dissect different feelings. Did I say that because I was right? Did I say that because I was trying to get at that person? I just made a comment in front of a bunch of friends that embarrassed that person. Did I do it because it was right? I do it because I wanted to knock them. Did I have to see that? Did I have to say that? Did I not say it because I was being a chicken and it's festering and festering and festering. And really what it is, is one good conversation and we can talk it through and move on. These are the questions that a person asks themselves again and again throughout life, not in an obsessive way where you can't function, not in a way in which you can't enjoy sunny days, but in a way in which you are recognizing that the goal in life in many ways is the strengthening of our relationships. And that And this is the point that only comes when we learn how to withstand the wind. This is a huge issue that I find people, I don't know. And I'm the same, I was the same way. Things are supposed to be perfect. Couples are supposed to get married and live in la la land. In-law relationships is supposed to be smooth. Companies are supposed to be smooth. When in the world was that true? If God wanted to create a perfect world, we'd be living in the Garden of Eden. Remember? God created a a perfect God, created an imperfect world perfectly. Your relationships are imperfect. It's good because we're imperfect, so it works perfectly. If you see each challenge as an opportunity to get better, more sensitive, stronger, smarter, and you're thinking, forget what's what's comfortable for me. What's the right move right now? Forget if it's comfortable. What's the right move? What's the right move? What's the right move? If you're thinking that again and again, you start making moves. You start deepening. And whether or not that person says you're right, let's, your roots get stronger. All right, everybody. 
Let's build stronger roots today. Even if you can't see them, they're getting stronger. Have an amazing day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. We'll be right back.